Well, welcome to the show, everyone. Thanks so much. It's a pleasure to have you with us. We have so much going on here. I'm just excited, as can be, to t- tell you all that's going on at ExitCoachRadio.com. At our website, we have the audio library where you can find uh, 800 past interviews with guests uh, that are authors, advisors, and thought leaders on 12 different topics. We have 12 different file folders there. Uh, So you can listen from your smartphone while you exercise or drive. They're 20-minute interviews and one-minute highlights. So please join us there. You can also pick up our new book, um, and it's called 100 Words from 100 Advisors, and it's packed with excerpts from interviews, kind of the gems of each of 100 interviews, uh, so that you have something to take a look at and read while you're uh, you have a little bit of downtime. Maybe you're just using that as a, a daily habit to read one page a day and catch a, a tidbit. Uh, so go to exitcoachradio.com or you can text the word exit coach with no spaces, exit coach to 44222. That's exit coach, no spaces to 44222 to pick up a copy of that book at a discounted price. My guest today is Wendy Nolan. She's been with us before. I'm so glad she came back again. Wendy is awesome. She's, um, she is the, the founder and CEO of Wendy Nolan Worldwide. And there she is the chief, I'm going to try to say this, possibilitarian, uh, which is a great title for a great person. I'm so pleased to have her back on the show. Uh, Wendy, welcome. Thanks so much for joining us again today. Bill, it's great to be here. Thanks for inviting me back. And you did a great job on the possibilitarian. That's a bit of a mouthful, isn't it? <laughs> that <laughs> I, I looked at it and I think I just got to charge it. It's like a long Italian name. You just got to go for it. You know. So there you go. Uh, possibilitarian is the first time I've seen that word, and I love it. Um, so, awesome. uh, w- Wendy. Um, you liberate professionals from the status quo. It's what you say you do. And we're going to be mm-hmm. talking today about professional resilience and the importance of driving business while investing in yourself, which so many people have a problem with. They they get busy. They forget they've got to bring in more business or else they're not going to get busy when the work is done. So tell mm-hmm. us about you and, and your background again. Um, uh, we have, By the way, listeners, if you go back into the audio library, you'll find Wendy Nolan's um, past interview. Go listen. It was great stuff. So we don't need to cover that ground. But tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started, and then let's get into it. Sure, you bet. So um, in 2007, I was, still, uh, I was still wearing golden handcuffs and working at the, at the corporate level, and I heard the sound of my head hit the glass ceiling when I discovered I was entrenched in my own status quo. And status quo is different for everyone, but for me, it was boredom, complacency, and disengagement in my work. And it took me about another year of slogging through apathy before I escaped the shackles of corporate America. And in 2008, I completely shifted my paradigm. Um, Up until that point, I had been 18 years in the corporate world, and I believed that my identity was to be an employee So I decided it was time for a paradigm shift, and I invested in myself. I discovered what I'm good at that I like to do, and that is to help professionals transform their business, transition out of their own status quo, and reinvent themselves. So I've been now working with professionals who are going through their own changes in their professional life, who are ready to 
first they have to even uh, see and discover what their status quo is and then make the decision to take the next step to get out of that. And that's what I've been doing for seven years. I call myself a possibilitarian because when I work with clients, you know, they come to me with frustration, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, and they've lost sight of what the possibilities are, and they feel that, um, you know, they feel stuck. And what I do is I help them see what the possibilities are and, and capture some of those opportunities and completely reinvent or maybe not even completely reinvent. Sometimes the only change they need to make is one degree off of where they are now. But it's enough of a change and enough of a transition to make a huge impact in their lives. I love it. Yeah, and I hear that from a lot of people. Sometimes a small change can make a big difference. Um, right. Are, are there common situations? I mean, are there common um, – I can think of of several things of people that I know that they've, they've been doing what they've been doing for so long, and they've just kind of built up this, this uh, wall of complexity. Maybe they have hundreds of clients to service now, and, and they're just – tired of that or maybe they built it wrong in the first place are there commonalities that you see that that uh, as you talk to people absolutely i'll say i can tell you from from my seven years working with folks going through this transition the number one thing that i find people are entrenched in is they are doing something that they're good at but they don't like doing it and that is a it's pervasive um, it, it, it's why there's such a huge uh, disengagement, you know, just disengagement in, in the corporate space globally, not just in the United States, but globally is between 60 and 70%. That's a lot of people, even business owners. They get, they get to the point where they, um, it becomes uh, our, our lives are dictated by a series of patterns, right? Think about it. If you didn't have the pattern of knowing how to drive, you'd have to learn how to drive every day you got in your car, and we, we unfortunately become so entrenched in these behavior patterns that we lose sight of whether or not these behavior patterns are even serving us any longer. And a lot of times we're engaged in this behavior pattern because it's so deeply entrenched. But if we just um, took a minute to step back and say, gosh, this really doesn't serve me. I'm not really happy. I don't like what I'm doing. That one one moment of uh, whether it's a paradigm shift, it's a glimpse. It's a glimpse into there are other possibilities. What trips people up is fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Because it's become so easy and, and they've become so entrenched in that status quo, in that behavior pattern, doing something different scares the hell out of them. And I understand, I went through it myself. But when we start to look at it, we realize that, you know, it's the pain-pleasure principle. Would you rather stay in this uh, behavior pattern that does not serve you and suffer the consequences, which, you know, more stress, lack of happiness, uh, relationships in our personal and professional life suffer, we stop growing, right? Those are the consequences as opposed to facing those fears and realizing that making that small shift could be all that it takes to get that zest back, to get color in your cheeks again, to really elevate the depth and the connection with our loved ones and our friends and to have the relationships that we, that we desire 
And when we get all that, when we look at that fear and realize it's not going to kill us because our fears really are unfounded in the modern society, right? They're just constructs of our mind. They're not saber-toothed tigers lurking around the corner waiting to eat us. Um, When we can face that fear, we can move forward and we can enjoy less stress and more quality time and deeper connections and just a happier life. You know, I, I think that's so great that you, um, you you put it that way because a lot of people out there, I think, feel like they've been doing what they've been doing for so long. And remember, most of these professionals started this at the age before computers, before technology, right. really. And, and now they may not even realize how easy it is, for instance, to write and self-publish a book or to sure. – uh, hold their expertise out or, or be creative in other ways and actually find a marketplace for it. There's so many great opportunities that have come about now. And I hear that a lot from people that they're saying, I'm so happy I'm done with that sector of my life because the new sector is a lot more sexy. It's a lot more fun. I'm going to be able to have to actually do something with it. Uh, But Wendy, let's talk about professional resilience. What, what do you mean by professional resilience? Well, you know, it's kind of like what we just uh, addressed, and I even ran into okay. this with my own parents over uh, uh, the the Christmas season while they were visiting. They they are semi-retired, and they are bumping up into you know technology. You know, they're only in their sixties; their life isn't over. They're f- very healthy physically, and so you know they still have a lot of options. And it's just a matter of educating themselves on what the possibilities are, right? And it's it's looking at what are the agreements that they have with themselves about what it takes to make a living and, and, you know, what it means to be in business for yourself or, or, you know, there's all kinds of crazy agreements that we've grown up with or somebody has embedded in our minds, but we can change anytime we want. Part of main, part of professional resilience is realizing that we can change those agreements and we can adopt a new paradigm or change our beliefs about, Um, making a living and uh, having fun and doing something that we like that we're good at that people will pay us to do. One of the ways that I um, suggest people look at career resilience is how do we continue to remain flexible and adaptable with the advent of new technology constantly coming at us. And for the baby boomers and for the generations of people that didn't grow up with computers and didn't grow up with smartphones and tablets and apps and all kinds of technological advancements, you know, professional resilience is simply looking at how can I learn how to use this technology and do I want to learn how to use this technology and how can it make my life easier? How can it allow me to make money? And so professional resilience is about being flexible, being adaptable. It's one of the most important aspects of professional resilience is not seeing it as an event per se. It's really a series of events. It's a process. And there are certain actions that we can take that will, uh, I call them a practice, right? Having a, a regular practice will help us become more career resilient. Because think about it. The baby boomers had to be resilient. They had to be adaptable. They had to be flexible. You know, my dad, he had to learn new technologies in the world of work that he was in. It's just that it wasn't as technical as far as computers. 
Mm-hmm. It's the same premise. In order for him to be successful, he had to learn new things. It doesn't change. The older we get doesn't mean we can learn less. Uh, it just means that what we're learning is going to be different than what we're used to. Okay, so uh, just to just to freshen my mind on it, because um, when I think of the word resilience, I think of like getting on a path and staying on it, and that's exactly what you're saying. But it's it's getting on a new path or or uh, getting on the path where you're going to stay current and find out what's out there and uh, not not stay on the old path and say, you know. This internet's never going to catch on. It's <laughs> Google. Yeah, right, 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 right. Where, where I know a lot of people that don't even use an ATM machine because that mm-hmm. wasn't. That's that's just a fad. So mm-hmm. uh, what we're talking about is really being resilient to opening your mind to the new and and the fresh and uh, and keeping that open mind in a resilient way. Right. Is that what we're talking about? Absolutely. It's being open to. Again, it's about flexibility and adaptability. Um, that's really what resilience is. It's when when something doesn't, when you don't understand something or or something new is presented to you, do you shut down and do you just discount it and do you walk away or do you look at it with curiosity and say, "Huh, well, this is different. What can I learn? What 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 is interesting about this?" And being open to again, it goes back to my my moniker, which is. Being a possibilitarian, look at it as an opportunity yep. instead of a threat. I like that a lot. That's so important, and it's so important to be open to change. So uh, when when listeners develop this resilience, then uh, they realize, okay, I'm, I'll, I'll buy into that. I'll adapt that. Uh, what are some things that they can do to to open their minds from the onset to some of this? Um, are there are there initial tactics they can take to start saying? Okay, I'm game. Let's now. What do I do? Absolutely. So another uh, one of the best ways to develop professional resilience is, let's say you are, you know, you're in a position where you're exiting your your current business. You're selling your business. Well, does that necessarily mean that you are uh, your brain is going to stop working and that you're you're going to stop working, or do you want to continue to work and do you want to continue to do things on a professional basis. Well, for for someone like that, you know, you've probably got a pretty solid network of contacts and professional acquaintances. Well, in order to maintain your resilience professionally, you need to maintain your brand and your network. Let's say we're talking about somebody in the Gen X, Gen Y, or millennial space. Well, Gen Xers, that's my generation, um, you know, we are at a we are at a point in our lives where our networks are built and they're very strong and they're very valuable. And most of us have been working that network and we've learned what it means to have a career brand or a professional brand and we are maintaining it. And those connections that we made a decade ago are very valuable. Now the younger generations don't understand this yet and they are just now learning what it means to have a professional brand, how to maintain it, and how to build a high-quality network. You know, having a strong network and having a very strong professional brand is part of creating that resilience because you are in charge of your reputation and your network. If you don't have a network, that is the, the single most important aspect of career resilience is having a powerful network. And, you know, when I talk to millennials about their network, they say, 
Well, you know, we were looking at networking with people our own age, and I said, well, that's okay, but you also need to develop contacts with people who are a little bit older than you, have more experience. And I said, these relationships are relationships you create and you nurture for a long time. This is not a one and done, you go and you meet somebody and all of a sudden your career is going to unfold. These are relationships you build and nurture over time. And then for the for the baby boomer generations, you have these valuable relationships. The best thing you can do is continue to maintain and nurture them and make sure you continue to maintain and nurture your professional brand. These are probably the two most important aspects of developing, maintaining, and keeping a strong career resilience. Those networks, those people are what's going to help you bounce back and continue to be more flexible and adaptable because they're going to be sharing things with you that you can learn from them and vice versa. Well, Another I'm, one is – I'm sorry, go ahead, Bill. I was just going to say I hope you're listening out there because uh, you, you, it's not just uh, an instant gratification world anymore. You have to take time to build these relationships, and the results come well down the road, but you have to be, again, resilient. Right, right. It's about the long play. Everything that I coach people on is the long play. That's why I call, I call them practices. These are not events. These are practices. You have to engage in them on a regular basis. The number two um, aspect of career resilience, and you touched on it, is, uh, and I love this, is, uh, is reading. Reading every day. Um, there's a, one of my favorite writers is James Altucher, and he wrote a book last year called Choose Yourself. Now, he's a bit radical. Um, he has no filters, so he just calls it like he sees it. But what he said is that if you read 200 books, it's like having a virtual mentor. You know, when you read books about uh, business owners, professionals, you know, you read about not only their successes but also their failures. Reading something every day, whether, it's, like you said, it's one page, two pages, read something that educates you, motivates you, or inspires you every single day. Keep feeding your brain. And that's going to help you become more discerning, make better decisions, elevate your knowledge, and um, just you know increase your your level of uh, success and expertise. And then the third one is surround yourself with people better and smarter than you, which goes back to that network. Consider developing, creating, or getting involved with a mastermind group. You know, I'm a coach. But I also have a coach, and I participate in a mastermind group. And those two um, investments that I make in myself on a monthly basis are the mm -hmm. two things that move the needle forward in a more exponential fashion than anything else I do. But they're a practice. It requires constant investment in myself, just like networking and, and maintaining your brand. Again, these are not one-time events. This is ongoing practices that when you invest in these, you will achieve strong resilience. And guess what? When you invest in your career and professional resilience, the byproduct is you're investing in yourself while building your business at the same time. Because when you do all of these things, it makes you better in business. I love it. It, great, great tip. Always so much fun to talk to you, Wendy. Unfortunately, we're running low on time, but I do want to mention that uh, Wendy's offering March Madness meets 
Throwback Thursday. For any listeners who contact Wendy today to schedule a complimentary initial consultation, she's offering 2013 coaching rates, rates, which represent a 35% discount off of her regular fees. And the consultation can be scheduled anytime during March, but interested listeners need to contact her today to schedule the initial consultation. Simply use March Madness or Throwback Thursday in the subject line when you email her and visit her contact page at wendynolan.com or email her at wendy at wendynolan.com. Wendy Nolan is spelled W-E-N-D-Y N-O-L-I-N, again, wendynolan.com, or email wendy at wendy at wendynolan.com. Did I say Wendy enough times in that last segment? Wendy? <laughs> Good job. Hey, it's such a pleasure to have you back on. It is so uplifting and a great positive message for our listeners, and I, I look forward to the next time we get to talk, Wendy. Thank you so much Thanks, for joining Bill. us today. Have a We're great day. Take, thank you, Wendy. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after this here message. Business owners, if you came back from lunch and there was a resignation letter on your desk, which employee would you really, really not want it to be from? What are you doing to prevent this from happening? At Exit and Retirement Strategies, we design plans that attract, motivate, and retain key employees. For a free consultation, call Bill Black, the Exit Coach, at 866-370-3774. Call today. Does thinking about what will happen to your business if you're gone keep you awake at night? Will you get the price you need from your business to carry you through retirement? The BEI Network of Exit Planning Professionals is the world's leading advisor network with the power to help business owners transition out of business on their own timeline and terms. Ask your most trusted advisor to create a BEI plan for you or visit us at ExitPlanning.com. That's ExitPlanning.com. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 